Yeah, your dad's your dad's workaholic. Like your like oh, your yeah. dad's involved in Rotary, right? He's involved in his business. He sells the real estate, and he's got three phones the size for like my leg. So three phones. What's yeah? Yeah, he probably does have three phones. I know one of them like this big. One of them folds. <laughs> well, he had the very first car phone that I know of. They really? had car phones way back. Like, like way, yeah, way, way back when. Before yeah. you were born. Right. <laughs> yeah, it would sit in the car, and it was like the size of a home phone. And it has a mic, had a microphone attached, like, up on the driver's side next uh, to the visor. So what's, what's it like working with your dad? Good question. It's actually pretty good. I enjoy it because the good thing for me is we know each other well. We right. know each other's quirks and stuff, and, like, you know, and I'm overwhelmed or whatnot, I can reach out and just be like, I'm in overwhelm mode. Where do I begin? Mm-hmm. And I don't even have to do that most of the time anymore because I'm like, income producing activities and the most urgent and highest, um, you know, the most urgent, anything that needs to be done like immediately, mm-hmm. like a closing tomorrow. Well, that's what we're focused on today is the closing. If someone calls and needs something for the closing, we're jumping. Right. Because the closing is the most important part of our business. Like, well, not the well, most. Yes. Well, we it's real estate. Need. No, it is. It is the most. It's real estate, right? You always got to be closing. And you guys you guys do commercial real estate. Yes. Now, why why do commercials opposed to residential? Because that's what Uncle Jay's been doing for 30 plus years. Well, why why did he? Well, I should probably ask him then. Why did, why, well, what, best of your knowledge, why did he choose uh, commercial as opposed to residential? More money? Uh, more opportunity? Or just more more churn? No one else was really doing it. Interesting. I think that's what I think. Now I, I was in the office. I was at a little office rat who would love to go to the office and be there and, you know, help make copies and use the typewriter that no one knows how to use these days. But I think it's because no one was doing it. And he was just, he, the other thing is too, and this is what I like to tell people, like, do you want to work nights and weekends or do you want to work during the week? Like, what do you value most? Because most of the commercial stuff takes place, we'll say eight to six, eight to seven, Monday through Friday. Some on the weekends, very light. It's your choice. But most of the residential stuff, the showings, the open houses, nights and weekends. Now, I'm going to hear from 20 residential agents saying, but Ange, I do like 40 hours worth of work during the week or 30 hours. Like, I don't work every Saturday and Sunday. I don't expect you to. I really believe everybody having a day off. So yeah, there's certain things you can do during the week, but how many of you have open houses at noon on a Tuesday that aren't for brokers only? <laughs> so we don't even do open houses. It's individual private showings, which was very interesting when the pandemic hit and people did those, oh, you're going to book your time slot to go through. I was like, oh, welcome to my world. And people are like, what? I'm like, yeah, except I don't have 40 people trying to see a house. I have like, 20 people trying to see this property and it's spread out over time. So it's, it was very interesting. Cause I was like, you guys just got a glimpse into my world, but also how do you manage 40 people who want to see the house as opposed to, Oh, come in these two hour, this two hour time block open house. And we'll do a couple of one-off one-on-one appointments. Well, how is, how is commercial real estate really, I guess, changed over the past few years in a post COVID world, right. You know, and in inflationary mm-hmm. times, Right. Um, are we are we into a recession? You know, at that point, doesn't really matter. Um, how is all those factors play into a commercial real estate of even just like a, a residential area 
Because we know how, it, how it's hitting cities, right? Some cities are some cities are hitting like New York City's getting hit pretty tough. Now, all the people are coming to the suburbs. Are the are businesses also coming to the suburbs? And how's how's the market looking? Well, it's interesting because COVID has changed many aspects of our world in general, real estate included. Uh, more people are working from home. I'm blessed with a two bedroom condo. Easy to turn my second bedroom into a little den slash office. It already was there anyways. Um, Some people don't have that luxury. One of my friends out in California turned her closet into an office and she called it a clothis. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like I was like enamored with it. I was like, if only I could live in that small, tiny closet. Um, But then there were people contacting us saying, you know, in July and August, I can't be working full time in my house while my kids are like upstairs, downstairs in the next room doing school. I need a one-off office that I can go to three or four days a week. So we had that influx over that summer and fall of 2020 that we were dealing with. We don't do as much in downtown Boston. We're more of the suburb Boston, like Roslindale, West Roxbury, Dorchester. So we're not as affected as those people like at one financial place, for instance, or whatnot on State Street. We're not as affected because... Dad's whole business in the Braintree, Quincy, Weymouth, Rockland, Noel, Hanover area. Like that's where he started and really got to know all the properties. I think half of our properties are in Noel right now that we're leasing or selling. So not really, I'm exaggerating. A third, let's say. Like, I feel like if I look at 10 properties, three of them are in Noel. (laughs) But um, it's a slower shift than in other areas because people just aren't sure where things are gonna be in six months and 12 months and two years. Do they give up those big offices? Some of them want them because there's room to spread out. Some people can work virtually. Like for instance, there's certain professions where you could basically be like 95% virtual. For instance, real estate, you're a road warrior. You go to the property to show the property, to see the property. Um, so there's a difference there. Like as long as I have an internet connection, I can work. Right. There's I can big... do some work on my phone, but as long as I have an internet connection on my laptop, I can do almost anything for work that I need or want to do. I mean, there's, there's a big benefit to, um, any industry, right. Being in person, right. Even my industry, right. Production podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be great if you were in New Jersey and we could go to the studio in Montclair and record this in person. You know, it would be like me and my, like Michael and I did. That'd be great. But you're in Massachusetts and I'm in Hoboken. So luckily I can do this remotely. You know, same thing with my nine to five job, right? We, we're a hybrid. We're Wednesday, Thursday in the office, which is great because it's a nice break because I'm not stuck in this office all day long. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just like alone in this apartment by myself while Jazz is off, off at work or whatever. So I, li- I like the hybrid model because it gives me the best of both worlds. It's a nice break from this apartment. It's a nice break from my life. And I just kind of get to hang out with people actual people in the office where I consider my friends and get some work done. It's really cool seeing everybody. But then again, I also love waking up at like 8.50 and then just kind of getting out of bed, putting some pants on and hopping in my office and turning my computer on right at 9 o'clock. So, you like my brother. You like to sleep in, don't you? I do. I Well, I'm a night owl, right? I'm a total night owl. I, I will get more work done between the hours of 4 and 8 o'clock at p.m. than I will between 9 and noon. My peak is 9.30 to 12.30 and like four-ish to six-ish. 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you have like you have these two or three hour windows where it's just like it's go time. And being remotely, it lets me kind of work those hours as I want. You know, as long as the job gets done, right? As long as the job gets done, who cares when and how I do it? But like so with real estate, right? Real estate, you have mm-hmm. to show the place, right? Virtual right. tours are cool, but it's just you have to see it. Like when I had this apartment, when Jazz and I were looking at it, I pictured exactly where I'd put things, and that's exactly where I'd put them. So you can't do that remotely. You can, you can't do it with a virtual tour. So that works too. But with real estate, other, other than showing the place, what else do you really have to do in person, really? Other than kind of meet the client, like that, like 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 lunch meetings. Do a lot of lunch meetings, coffee breaks, stuff like that. It's interesting you say that the client meeting because we have we have one client we meet with every month via Zoom. Mm-hmm. We do all of our prospect meetings via Zoom. Almost all of our client meetings via Zoom. Just showing properties in person. In per, other in-person stuff. So we made a big shift when COVID hit. Um, we don't do as many coffees in person. They're now virtual coffees. Networking is now, there's more in person now than there was a year ago. And that's good because I, the one little piece I forgot is that I'm an outgoing extrovert. So I like to be around people. I get energized being around people. I can pull off a 10 or 11 hour day if I have a mix of, quiet work and being around people. It's really kind of cool. Like you don't even think it's an 11 hour, 10 or 11 hour day. And I'm like, yep, I started at eight and it's like seven 30. I'm just like finishing up, just took my lunch break, you know, just worked. But, um, so I've actually been on zoom longer than pre COVID and my team went virtual probably in Q4 and we moved all of our team meetings to virtual via zoom. It's convenient. So if anybody's traveling, they can hop on wherever they are. They don't have to come to Braintree to the office, which we downsized our office. And then we just upsized it last year or a year and a half ago. Um, but the new business model kind of is do as much as you can virtually for efficiency. Mm-hmm. Like I can meet four people in a day in the course of a morning in two, two and a half hours. Whereas before it would take, I couldn't do four people in two and a half hours in the morning. I'd be lucky to get them all done in the morning. So it's definitely increased efficiency that way. I don't know if that answered the question. No, it's perfect. Cause you know, it is, it is efficiency, right? It's all we do lunch meetings once in a while. I mean, I don't do that many, but I am slowly bringing them back and trying to do one or two a month. Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest some part of those was- are lunches with friends, for instance. So you know, a lot of friends want to do stuff during the week as opposed to the weekend. So I'm just shifting. I've started shifting my work, some of my work to the weekend that I can do quietly with, you know, the bu- behind the, the scenes. Work. Yeah, the busy work, the paperwork, as we the like paperwork. to say. Paperwork. Right. The catch yeah. up. The, oh my God, my desk looks like a bomb went off. Let's clean the up. The emails. My- emails. <laughs> we are, me and you and I are big emails on the weekends. Well, that's what I do a lot of my podcast stuff. Monday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. Yep. 